This week on the podcast, we discover the inevitables are in fact inevitable. Wait, is that a word? Stay tuned. Welcome to On the Upbeat. I'm Matt. I'm RJ Phoenix. And hey, we got a pretty rad show for you today. We do. I'm very excited for this week's show, as I am for every show, except for last week's show that I was not a part of and completely went off the rails. Wait, hey, you you said you were excited to see what that was about, so that's I, a lie. You were still <laughs> excited for that show. I was. I was very excited to <laughs> hear an episode of, of On the Upbeat without myself. It was very interesting. It was interesting. like an episode of Comically Rad, only we didn't talk about comics. <laughs> right. It's exactly what it was. <laughs> and uh, the only thing, two things you guys really did that I suggested. Yeah, I, I love Matt's like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be on the show. By the way, here's what you should do. Like, yeah, be on the show or not, buddy. <laughs> well, I, there's, That's why we call you Maddie Daddy. There's, there's, there's a <laughs> producer hair. hat that still functions, <laughs> even if I'm not exactly playing the host role you know what we've gone way too long without introducing our guest. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> way too long rj tell us who we have this week we have drew from kill lincoln actually with Woo-hoo! us today how's it going drew hey what's up everyone it's uh, going great good to be here we're excited drew just informed us he he does not know what mozzarella sticks are not a clue they're just these a, come to north hollywood i'll find like a cheesy restaurant to take you to like a friendly's or a friday's and i'll, I'll teach you buddy <laughs> i i, I don't know I what they have to do i haven't eaten cheese i haven't eaten cheese in like 20 something years are you really no joke oh wow so like no dairy or just cheese uh pretty much no dairy but you know it's a little exceptions here and there Sure. But no cheese, yeah. Oh. So, yeah, what, what are these sticks? <laughs> uh, it's basically fried cheese. It's basically what it is. Someone awesome. thought cheese needed what, more. What do they sound like? <laughs> uh, a 13-year-old hearing ska for the first time, I think. I think that's what I read one time in the internet. Um, yeah. I guess, I guess you just have to taste them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, RJ, uh, how ha- has your yes. week been? How are things going? Uh, things are, are getting better. Um, you know, still a little, little down from, uh, you know, uh, I mentioned that last week. I don't want to go over it again. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm slowly feeling better, more, more, more myself, um, actually, uh, which is good. And I've uh, been working a lot because that's what happens when you become an old man. You have to work a lot. Or just an old person, rather. <laughs> Jobs never stop. Uh, and, yeah, that's that's about it. Um, I wish I had more to say, but I really don't. I apologize, Matt. Matt, what have you been up to for the last two weeks, sir? Um, wow, two weeks. I, I Now I have to think about it. Well, I, What did I, you even do with your day off? Uh, sit there and wonder what you guys are doing. <laughs> It's like you didn't even fully enjoy it. Um, um, so let's see. Um, a wa- so I did see, I did go see, um, um, monkey and, uh, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. monkey and, nice. oh, uh, simple minded symphony. Yeah. And, oh, awesome. and, uh, so that was a good time and hooray for our side was playing as, as well. Yeah. 
Um, and man, I just, I fell in love with, uh, Simple Minded Symphony way more than I did. And I was kind of talking to Kevin. I'm like, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, I, I really like, you know, the music you guys have put out, but man, live, you guys are just killing it. Like, uh, I just, this is, and it was, even though I've gone to a lot of shows since, you know, sort of the, you know, lockdown and stuff like that. But I don't know, watching them live was like really, it finally, I was I was just so enamored with how well they were playing live that I was just like, oh good, shows are back, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'd seen a bunch yeah. of other bands and stuff since then, but like, I don't know, that yeah, was awesome. That was just, they were just playing with a whole lot of energy and, uh, you know, um, just, yeah, so it was a good time. How was the room for them? Oh, it was good. I think everyone was... Uh, into it um yeah so everyone uh, was dancing and having a good time and um i you know i think there was a good healthy amount of and it was kind of like a mini i don't know okay because okay scott network was there jer was there nice and uh as well as nice. reed, as well as reed uh from we are the union and uh of course some, some members of half past two were there so it was like a little gathering of you know and stuff and it was cool so it was a good time um yeah so um and then i was uh, i missed i missed that that little run of shows and that uh uh, yeah because there's that show and then the night before was uh western standard time with mr kingpin that i also i was not back in town enough to see unfortunately um but yeah man i'm jealous of you my buddy todd showed up at work wearing a simple minded symphony shirt the next week and i was like damn it (laughs) though i did get i did get to use you to make people sad because oh (laughs) (laughs) because rj's so sad look at that no 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 what i what happened was is um uh joey dang it uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's he he's kind of back in Southern California. I know. Me and him were talking about that the other day, right before he left North Hollywood, which is where I live. I was like, "Dang it, dang it, Joey!" So, <laughs> so he was at that he was at that monkey show, um, and he's he's like, "Why doesn't RJ ever come out to these things?" And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> first I answered most of the time." You know, it's a bit of a drive. Just, you could just say that I suck. That's fine. <laughs> I say most of the time it's that he, you know, it's on Friday night and it's a long drive from L.A. and all that stuff. And then and then I go, and his cousin passed away this week, so that's why yeah. he's not here. And he yeah. felt like it's one of those things where he just felt instantly Eesh. bad. I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. You didn't know. Like, <laughs> it's okay. It's totally fine. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know what? Let's get into. Uh, oh, actually, Drew, how was how's your yeah. week been? How are things going for you? It's good. Uh, RJ, very very sorry about your cousin, man. That's, that's super Thank tough. You. I went through something yeah. like that last year. It's n- yeah. nothing good. Nothing good yeah. about it, man. Um, <clears throat> but no, I had, a, I had a great weekend. Uh, I got to go see Strong Zero, Thirteen Towers, and Scotch Bonnets on Saturday night. Wow, that was here in Baltimore at Zen West. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, it's, it's really, I, I, I live in Baltimore, so I get to see, you know, Scotch Bonds pretty regularly, but I always see them at very like important times. Like Kristen, you know, Lady Hatchet, her playing solo was the last band I, she was the last musician I saw live before lockdown March, 2020. Oh dude. And then Scotch Bonds was one of the only shows I saw in the next year when they played a park outdoors one time. 
Um, and then when we all thought this was over, you know, at that point, uh, you know, months and months later, I saw them again playing at a brewery. And then I just got married two weeks ago. And so, of course, the first, the first show I see afterwards is uh, Scotch Bonnets. Um, and kind of like you were saying, Matt, it, it definitely, um, the room felt a lot more relaxed than some of the shows I've been to in the past two years. And it was great to not only go to a Scotch show, but go to a Scotch show with three bands that don't really sound at all like. Right. Um, I'm not yeah. sure... You know, if you guys know 13 Towers or Strong Zero at all, but... I don't know Strong Zero. I'll have to check them out because the other two acts are solid. Yeah, Strong Zero is great, and their live show is awesome. If you ever uh, are out east or they're near you, definitely definitely check them out. But yeah, so that was the Scott highlight of the weekend. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Where, where did you go on your uh, honeymoon? What did you do? We went to uh, Mexico, actually. Oh. I'd never been to Mexico, neither has my wife. And so uh, we had a friend recommend it and had you know time of our life, got to go to the beach and relax. And it was a little bit different than uh, you know the Jersey Shore. So it was, <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> that it is. That it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into, uh, as soon as I turn the volume up so we can hear the music that I played, <laughs> uh, let's get into some ska news. Yes. Great song. <laughs> yes, it is. Speaking of Joey from Dang It. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I think if we ever do a live version of On the Upbeat, I think we have to get people to play our our, our songs. Yeah, we'll have to have Joey like lead a, <laughs> like a, an all star lineup. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. I so, <laughs> uh, all right. Ska news. So first up, um, the band. You know, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of them but this band called half past two uh, uh brand new to me matt <laughs> uh yeah i don't think we've ever mentioned them on this show before <laughs> um so yeah on thursday oh. march 10th half past two dropped a new cover of we are the unions your way your time they also released a music video for the cover uh let's take a second and listen to their cover of we are the unions your way your time It's a pretty good cover. I really like it. The video is pretty funny too. Yeah, they're both very fun. The cover and the video. And next up, uh, Chupacabra. 
they are putting yeah. they are putting out a well actually it's already out it's on Bandcamp mm-hmm. uh, on March 11th they dropped their new album called Trash City Rockers on uh, Coffin Cruise uh, I guess records and it's on that record label's Bandcamp page mm-hmm. and uh, so you can download the whole album for eight dollars right now digitally um, a lot of the um, a lot of the songs are actually currently available on streaming, but they're kind of they've been releasing them as singles uh, over uh, the past year or so, a couple of years or so. And uh, so we're gonna take uh, a listen to a song called "Last Walk." Uh, it is on the new album, um, uh, Trash City Rockers. And uh, so yeah, let's check it out. Chupacabra, Last Walk. Here we go. exciting stuff right there very danceable yeah very danceable good stuff good stuff all right uh last but certainly not least at least for what i have uh the von tramps on march 11th uh the von tramps released their new album go it is streaming everywhere now you can also listen you can also order it on vinyl uh i'll put a link in the show notes below uh and let's take a listen to Their song, Love and War, off the new album that is called Go. All right, here we go. The Von Tramps with Love and War, off the new album Go. I like this song. 
I like that band. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they, they fell onto my radar, um, back in like October, basically when half past two had the record release show. Yeah. You introduced me to them. So yeah. yeah. And they're pretty cool. Now, look, I always get, I get some slack anytime I say this, but I am going to say it. The album doesn't have a whole lot of quote unquote traditional ska on it. Or, or even traditional ska punk. It's, it's got a lot of rock. And a lot yeah, it's of got a lot of rock yeah. and it's got a lot of punk and stuff. So if you like, I don't know, like, uh, okay, this, maybe this, I don't, I hope this isn't a diss, but what it reminded me of is what a lot of ska bands did in the early 2000s when they stopped being ska. Like it sounded. Yeah, are we talking about Midwest ska bands? Because most of those became emo. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it's kind of like, it, to me, okay, like, uh, uh, um, drew just held up a shirt for us to wear (laughs) i voted for kodos (laughs) t-shirt uh no it more reminded me of save ferris's like second album modified that was a lot more pop though i was just talking on twitter with somebody about modified I mean, I like Modified. Oh, I, I once I stopped trying to find a ska punk record in there and accepted that it was a pop album, I, I loved it. Yeah, but I still uh, love it. Like, but that I, was still several years. That was like 2002 when I was like, I still own this CD and I haven't sold it back yet. Let's yeah, I still open like our it. ears and our mind and let's listen to it again. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, and it, I, I felt like it still had ska, it still had ska on it. So it's yeah, just like, I, I think my my jackass uh, teenage review when it came out was like, it's like the producer only knows ska because they listened to Sublime once. Like, <laughs> 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 that was really mean. Uh, uh, it's a much better album than that. But I will say the Von Tramps, it is a good album. I was listening to it today. Very, uh, just very punk rock, very, mm-hmm. uh, you know power rock got some good uh anthems in there and just you know fun music so and they're kind of sky adjacent so take it for yeah. what it whatever uh take it or leave it uh, i guess that's the thing i'm learning um <laughs> uh, all right uh rj is there anything you want to talk about before we move on uh- one that i literally just found out minutes before the show started uh a band called Coming up Millhouse, I know nothing about them except for they put out a single this week called My Defeats, which is pretty dang good. Uh, so check that out. And also we have a, like kind of like a team up of uh, several bands. We got Los Authenticos, Decantes, Bronco, and Tokyo Scott Paradise Orchestra doing a song called Oro that just recently came out too. So if you want something new and you want like a superstar lineup, there's uh, two extra singles for you to go check out. Hmm. I mean, it's a Sim- Simpsons reference uh, coming up Millhouse, so I'm I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I did an entire episode of Twenty Three Minutes of Ska where every band's name was a Simpsons reference. <laughs> 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 if only this band had been around. All right, Drew, how's Drew, it going? Let's talk to our guest. Let's talk some ska. So, Drew, the same question we ask every first-time guest. How did you get into ska music, early ska records, early ska shows? What is your ska origin story? Sure. Um, so the, the first time I remember hearing ska was the impression that I get on the radio. And um, 
I'll never forget, you know, just kind of hearing it. I remember I was in the parking garage of a mall in Arizona and I was a young kid and I did not want to get out of the car because I was like, man, I, I got to hear this song and maybe they'll play it again if you sit in the car long enough, you know. Then <laughs> um, now, and I, I, I just knew it was, it was amazing. Um, a couple of years later, or not even a couple of years later, my family moved from Arizona to New Jersey, which, you know, if you like Sky and your family moves to New Jersey, you know, 1999, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I didn't know that yet, but, you know, I learned about Catch-22, um, and that was kind of like the gateway to it all. I, um, you know, heard about Catch-22, heard Case Being Nice. First Catch-22 show was Alone in, the Alone in the Crowd release show. Actually, no, second Catch-22 show, but the first time I went, I wasn't able to stay long enough to see Catch-22 play. You, mm. you guys ever have that when your parents take you and they're like, all right, now we got to go? It was whack. Um, so I saw the Alone in the Crowd release show. It was at a CD store at Menlo Park Mall. It was awesome. Um, then from looking up Ska on the internet, I found MSN Radio, which, um, you know, back in the day, I don't, I don't know if anyone else had MSN Radio on their computer, but they had a Ska channel. And Big D had a couple of songs on there. And this was right after Good Luck had come out. So it was, you know, Dirt Lip and 51 Gardner were the ones that I heard a lot of great songs. Um, went to Warp Tour, saw Big D, and I was like, oh, this is insane. This is so cool. And then a couple months later, so that was the summer, but then I found out Big D was playing that fall at some place called Bloomfield Ave Cafe. And went to Bloomfield Ave Cafe, saw this insane bill, which this was this was like one of the best this was one of the best nights of my life it was a, ba- a band called jade fire opened up who you know is mike mike sasinski from killing and bad time records that was his band at the time mm-hmm. jesse from killing and was also you know in in that band then you had two short notes and the miasmics who were two if you're from new jersey and that that area those are really good you know scott bands you probably would have liked especially in this, the scott punk vein and then arrogant sons of bitches the jeff rosenstock jt you know they're they're crushing it followed by big d in the kids table and it's in this you know 200 person cap room all ages show no bar no nothing like that just 200 and not even 200 i don't think the show sold out it was probably like 150 kids just having the time of their lives um you know dancing playing this this awesome music you know the bathroom was absolutely disgusting i remember that um you know woke up the next day feeling totally sore totally bad and i i couldn't and then I was like, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't go without this forever. So started going to more and more shows, you know, local shows just constantly. And if you wanted to, at least at that point in New Jersey, and probably I think still, you know, regularly, at least somewhat today, you could go to a Scott show every week. You know, you, you, there was a lot of times you could go to a couple in a week. Um, it was incredible. New Jersey's an amazing state because it's the most densely populated state in the entire country. So it gets a lot of, you know, fat rap for different things. But one of the best things about Jersey is how many people there are in such a small space. And so you can have so many bands, you can have so many shows. You, and it's all, you know, it's not all good bands. It's not all good shows. But if you're in the right scene, you know, you can have the time of your life. Uh, so that's what I started doing. And then a couple of months later, I rented a PA and uh, threw a show in a church basement. So that was my first time kind of booking a show. 
And this church, they were, they got paid for doing it, which went to their youth group. And there was a fundraiser for them. I didn't go to the church. They, I just asked them if I could do it there. Um, and then they were like, wow, this is awesome. Can you keep doing this? So I started booking a lot of shows at this church basement. It was, I had some really, really cool bands coming through there. Like Satori played there one time, um, wow. Westbound Train. Nice. It was West, Westbound Train's first headline gig in, in New Jersey. It was a Halloween show. It was awesome. Um, you know, the Flaming Tsunamis played there a lot. The Fad. We, I had some, nice. some amazing nights there. And um, then, you know, from, from there, I started booking shows, you know, all, throughout the rest of New Jersey. Like, um, you know, this, this log cabin uh, is called the PLP Log Cabin, Bloomfield Bath Cafe, Hamilton Street, uh, BFWs, Alex Lodges. I would just go up to random places and ask them if I could throw a show there, parking lots, um, and ended up just doing that all through high school, going just, I, you know, I wasn't ever very good at school. I never lo- loved school, frankly, but I loved uh, sneaking to school afterwards and putting a flyer in every single locker in the <laughs> high school and hoping that they'd come to my ska show. Right. Um, so I just kind of dug really into this, this ska and uh, it was amazing. Um, that's how also, you know, became good friends with Mike Sosinski through all that. Cause I was booking Jade fire. I was booking, uh, you know, awful waffle at a time who later becomes, you know, a lot of the best of the worst guys. Um, then I got into college in DC, you know, basically because um, of the, the community service that I did with this, this church for the three years, just doing these fundraiser shows every other month. My grades weren't very good, but I did, they looked there, Hey, this community service sort of thing helps people and seems like they like it. So um, a guy in the school in DC where Mike ended up, um, then Mike starts kill Lincoln, you know, year or two into uh, school down there. And we both kind of went to DC thinking, Oh, like we love New Jersey. We love the scene in New Jersey. We love going to all these shows. And DC is, you know, historically known for having an amazing punk scene and also a really good ska scene at the time. You know, people like used to look towards the DC for like the, the soul ska scene. You know, they had the pie stations, they had a ton of great things coming out of there. But when we got there, it was, kind of nothing like what we had experienced in New Jersey, I would say. And you couldn't, it was really hard. You couldn't just walk into a church and say, Hey, can I throw a show here? There was, it was, it was tougher. It was um, not, I wouldn't say as inclusive as, as the New Jersey scene or, you know, from, from the onset. And, um, you know, we just kind of, you know, took, took for, took what we had, you know, you get a less than Jake show come through. There was, um, you know, a couple, you know, small shows, but, not a lot of all ska shows, frankly. I even, uh, you know, I saw the Flaming Tsunamis play in the, the basement of an internet cafe once. I don't think there was another ska band on the bill. Um, so, you know, that was that was kind of, um, you know, interesting to go from New Jersey where there's all these shows and then, you know, D.C. where there wasn't so much of a local thriving um, ska scene. I mean, and I'm not saying anything bad about D.C. or anything like that. It was, it was great. Um, but the scotting at the time just didn't compare to what you had in New Jersey and New York, Connecticut, Philly, all going on in that uh, cluster. So anyway, I'm, uh, then I, you know, uh, moved to Baltimore after living in DC and continued seeing Kill Lincoln play, you know, because they were one of the, the few, uh, Scott bands around that I was regularly seeing and I was playing, uh, you know, they started playing up in Baltimore more. They would get better shows in Baltimore and by better shows, I mean, maybe like 15 people would come out to the <laughs> sidebar, uh, but we'd have time of our lives. And 
then when they started, um, you know, booking some shows at state, you know, Mike was like, Hey, do you want to come on this trip with us? Um, and I was like, yeah, duh, you know, Scott shows, right. <laughs> Why would I not want to go to a Scott show? Um, yeah. and then it kind of snowballed from there. Um, and you know, that's, you know, the very long rambling answer kind of about my Scott Warner story, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Um, yeah. It's a good one too, man. It's awesome. You no, know, it's, it's yeah, and then you know, Scott, as you guys know, it's a lifelong journey. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I mean, like I got into it when I was like fourteen, and like I turned forty-four this May. Like, yeah, no, thirty years amazing. of being in the sky. Yeah, hell yeah. And it never uh, gets old. Nope. Um, Not once. We know you play guitar in uh, Urban Crater, and we know you're part of uh, Kill Lincoln. Were you in any other bands throughout that time? Um, I played I play guitar one time in a band. We put together an album. It was, uh, the band's called Snape Kills Dumbledore. Um, <laughs> we put an album, Live by the Sword, Die by the Wand. <laughs> and it was me, um, Adam Subas from the ska band, The Mafia, and then James mm. Kelly, who, um, James Kelly, you know, he's, he's around the ska scene, been around for a long time. Right now he plays in Hub City on trombone, okay. um, as well as some other acts. He's, he's awesome, amazing. And uh, we had this album, from St. Phil's Dumbledore, it was great. And then um, when I was booking a ton of shows in my, my hometown and across New Jersey, there was a band called The Mafia, which I was not in The Mafia, but I was booking 90% of their shows and I was, you know, at the other 10% as well, you know, and, you know, I love to dance. I'm always having a good time. So we only did one, two, two or three dates out of town, but um, I, I went on those and basically kind of did, you know, the hype man thing, but, you know, you know, we didn't know what it was. We were just having a good time. And the cool thing about that weekend is we actually, uh, that was the first time I saw We Are The Union. So it was mm. 2005, I believe, in um, Bridgeport, Connecticut. We played this show um, that um, a guy named Eric booked. And We Are The Union played. So I met Reed that night, which, again, you know, Scott, again, it's a lifelong journey. It's crazy, wow. these connections you make and how yeah. small the Scott world is. So, um that you know that 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 was the only prior experience I had in the ska world, I would say being you know quote unquote in a band of sorts. So if someone asks, like, how do you describe your role in Kill Lincoln? Um, it's kind of like when you tell someone you like ska music, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, you know that face they give you, like what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no matter what I say, I kind of get that same response, I would say. So I, I try not to um, to try and pin it down too much. But to, to me, what the role is, is just to make sure that everybody at whatever show we're at is having the time of their life. Um, you know, it's just making sure everybody's having a good time. Everybody's having a memorable experience. Everybody is you know, laying loose and not worrying about, you know, what's going on in the rest of the world. But, you know, for this 30, 45 minute set, we're all just here enjoying the moment and, you know, celebrating sky life and, and everything else that we appreciate. So do you have like a go-to thing you do to like really get, if the crowd's not feeling it, do you have a go-to thing that you try to do to get the crowd into it? Well, my go-to thing is just like to try and be friends with people. Mm. Uh, you know, 
if you, you're at a Kill Lincoln show and, and I'm there, you're probably going to meet me before, way before Kill Lincoln goes on. <laughs> like, you know, we did this um, Chicago show um, with Mustard Plug over, you know, around Christmas time. And when the doors open, I just sat at the top of the stairs as people come in, just, you know, waiting to see who I could talk to and make friends with because I already know that we both love Scott, me and anybody else in that room. <laughs> so we have something right. in common. We have something we both love and that we came here for. So, um, you know, I've, I've made most of my best friends at Scott shows and I kind of just feel like I'm probably going to make a lot more. Um, so I just try and talk to people and make sure they're having a good time. And um, that's, that's my go-to move, I think. I don't think it really matters so much what I do, you know, how I dance, how high I jump. What really matters is, you know, that everybody there is comfortable and they're super stoked and, uh, you know, they feel good for the duration of that show. Awesome. Well, we are going to listen to a Kill Lincoln song. You picked out uh, Going Under. Um, what can you tell yeah. us about this song? You know, kind of why did you pick it? What do you think? I believe this is the latest original release from yeah, Kill Lincoln. I think so. Um, we had that song come out, which is the Bouncing Souls cover. But this is um, the this is the one from the split with Lesson Jake, the seven inch that came out, and I think it's it's an awesome song, and at least you know I listen to Can't Complain pretty regularly, you know honestly, and what I don't listen to a lot of times is the singles. And I remember when I was you know young and I heard um, LAX for the first time, you know by Big D. Right. I was like, what is that? I have to hear that. <laughs> I have to I have to hear that again. You know, and this is like pre Spotify. You can just find right. everything and the only way you could get it was i believe there was a comp called the great rock and roll swindle yeah and i searched for it for a long time until i finally got it. i think um i ended up getting it off of ebay or something like that and um finally got to hear that song as much as i wanted once i got that that comp and then of course you know that's now one of the big d's like biggest songs they always play that song it's been on uh you know a full length of theirs as well and so um you know, I thought, you know, this is a great song. It's a single, so it's kind of a little bit, um, you know, you're not going to play as often as the album, and you know, maybe people like it. All right, let's check out uh, Going Under by Kill Lincoln.
Yay. Awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't listened to that song in a while. I listened to it right, like, right when it came out. But yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, sometimes things like that don't get... I, I was just inspired to make a little playlist uh, of uh, non-album Kill Lincoln tracks while oh, we were listening to wow. that. So. It's got that song, Misaligned, Second City is Giving a Shit. David, oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. And, that, and of course, going under. I, um, I feel like because I don't, you can't actually hear me on any of these recordings, it's okay for me to talk about how great they are without it being uh, <laughs> right. you know, Super obnoxious, like, too obnoxious. Right, right. Like, oh, my band, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but that song is a banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, so, it, question popped in my head, and have has there ever been as... You know, the hype man, you're kind of more, a little bit more focused on the crowd. Has there ever been a time where you've, like, seen something that you had to, like, get involved in? Maybe a fight breaking out or, you know, inappropriate behavior by men to women, <laughs> you know, or something like that over the years? Has there ever been a moment where you've had to, like, hey, hey, hey everyone needs to calm down? Um. Yeah, I'm sure that there has. I don't know... Uh, no instances at a Kill Lincoln show come to mind, but like, mm. I mean, you go to shows for, you know, 20 something years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just like any scene. There's, you know, there's great people and there's, you know, jerks, you know, absolute, you know, absolutely horrible people mm. as well. Um, and you always kind of, uh, I mean, the nice thing about, you know, what I'll say about, you know, the scene I had in New Jersey and what I'll also say about, you know, Baltimore and what we have here is, you know, the people do seem to look out for each other. It is a pretty tight right. network. Right. And so if something is up at this show, yeah. it's really easy for that message to get to a lot of people quickly. And especially having uh, folks like, you know, Rachel Taft and Feed the Scene and Kaylee, you know, you know, everything that they do around here locally, um, you know, in their influence and, you know, being role models in the scene, I think, you know, it goes it goes a long way towards hopefully having you know better tomorrows. Um, yeah. You know, at, at all shows, but yeah. You know, unfortunately, you know, jerks get into shows. Yeah, or they become jerks at shows because they're not sober a lot. Yeah. <laughs> when I think, and like I was saying before, you know, part of the the reason why I want everyone to feel good going into the show is because if you if you are not from this scene and you go to some of these events mm -hmm. you can be freaked out pretty quickly and easily right like sure. i've had family and stuff that come out to shows and they're like they're freaked out um <laughs> and if you know you you don't know anybody and you don't and you feel kind of alone then that compounds that feeling so sure you know it's yeah, yeah we want every show to be exciting and thrilling and um you know kind of a little bit chaotic but it should be you, know, you should feel like you're safe <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, do you do um, because you talk so heavily about um, you know booking shows and you know sort of like your early days in the punk or the ska scene? Do you do any of that kind of stuff behind the scenes stuff now for Kill Lincoln and stuff? Is that you know part of what you do? No, not really at all. <laughs> um, the the you know the the best like lo local promoter here in Baltimore is actually I would say besides feed the scene is Josh, you know, from urban creator, he mm -hmm. books all our shows and he books a lot of touring bands. Like 
we have a show coming up in uh, April with Scapository. It's coming down from New York. Um, so no, I don't have a hand in any of that. That's you know, mostly you know Mike right. takes care of it and you know lets us know hey this is what's up. <laughs> awesome. Do you do anything uh, to prepare for the shows physically? Because you're spending that thirty minutes, forty five minutes jumping around. Do you do you, is there a stretching ritual you go through before you get on stage? Or uh, is there a caffeinated beverage of choice? <laughs> that too. Um, <laughs> yeah. I ch- you know, I try and, well, I think, you know, I, I try and run a lot, especially leading <laughs> up to uh, a show or like, especially a tour. Right. Um, like you know, we're doing this, these two shows this weekend with Eichler's and the best of the worst. And so I, you know, ran 12 miles this past weekend and then oh, wow. you know, wow. ran again today after work with my dog. Um, but we, you know, we got, I got like these little mosh circuits I do, you know, with high, the, the high knees and the kicks and uh, you know, it, the, the best thing you can do to um, to be in show shape is to go to shows. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> um, it would be really hard to go to a sky show and dance all night. If you haven't been to a sky show and dance all night in <laughs> years. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. So I would say, how do I get ready? I just keep going to sky shows. Awesome. Um, oh yeah. No, but then also, you know, I just, um, I just remind myself how awesome it is to get to see a sky show and to, especially you know, again, like I can talk about how great Kill Lincoln is because I don't, you don't hear me on any of the records, but I love the sound of Kill Lincoln. And so when we're about to go on, and I'm like, dude, I get to go see like one of my favorite bands in the world right now. And I get to <laughs> dance and I get to like be with all these people. This is like the best thing in the entire world. You know, yeah. go out there and appreciate it. And you, know, you can always be tired later. You know, you can be tired when you get home. But, you know, when you're at a show, dance. Yeah. Man, I wish I would have gotten into a band for dancing with my favorite bands back. I had to start a band to get into shows for free with those bands. It's not too late, RJ. <laughs> Your favorite bands might be looking for a hype man. A hype man, you never know. I'll I'll call up Coolidge. I'll fly out to Indy. I'll do it. Anything for my Saco boys. Anything. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so what can you uh, tell us more about these shows that Kill Lincoln has coming up this weekend? Well, the big, I think, I mean, the big thing is it's Eichler's coming to town. Um, I don't think Eichler, Eichler's has ever played the East Coast. Um, I've never met Eichler's. I've gotten really into their music over the you know past year or so, I'd say. And I've never seen a band that sounds like Eichler's. Sure. Right? Yeah. You know, I've been to hundreds and hundreds of ska shows. But I have never, I haven't heard a lot that sounds like Eichler's, and I don't know what that experience is going to be like. Um, so I'm really excited to see it, and I'm really excited to, to dance for it, and I'm really excited to, to get, you know, see what the rest of the room does. And I want Eichler's to have such a good time at these shows that he doesn't even go back to California. <laughs> that, that's my goal for the weekend. Oh. Hey, but I want to see him in a month, so he's got to come back sooner or later. All right. Well, you better hope he doesn't have too good a time with us. <laughs> Sorry, we are the union. Sorry, half past two. <laughs> so, who all is getting him? Uh, who all is playing this weekend besides so you? The and then the best of the worst, which is you know one of my all-time favorite bands. Um, I also think the, the cool thing about these shows this weekend is, yeah, they're ska shows, but they are kind of like mixed genre shows a little sure. bit. You know, it's three ska bands that don't sound like each other at all. 
and probably three ska bands that a lot of people on the internet would argue are not ska bands at all. So um, overall, I think it's going to be super, super fun, but also um, like all over the map in terms of what you're going to hear, what you're going to see. And I think, you know, a lot of people are really pumped for it. Um, I, at least I know I am. Plus, you know, Kill Lincoln hasn't played a show around here in forever. Yeah. Um, really, I can't even remember the last time that we did Baltimore. So um, that, that place, Metro Gallery, it's an awesome venue. And I think that, that crowd's going to go off. So, And it's two shows, right? Friday and Saturday? Yeah, Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. At, what was the venue's name? It's called uh, on sorry on Friday. It's in New York at a place called Trans Picos. Okay. And Saturday is Baltimore at Metro Gallery. Hmm, awesome. Which, if anyone's listening on the East Coast, Metro Gallery is a three minute walk from the Baltimore train station. So if you ever see a show happening at Metro Gallery and you're you know in Philly, New York, Boston, whatever, you can just take the train, hop off, and it's right there. So. That's good to know. It's good to know. We d- we definitely have some East Coast listeners, so that's why I want to make sure we get all the info out to them because uh, that does sound like an exciting show. Um, uh, so sometimes we have sort of like a group discussion, and I came up with a question that we'll all three answer. Um, I uh, came up with this idea of what three ska records would you hope – to have with you on a deserted island so you're you're you know you know and i I started to like you know overthink the logic of it like what type of player would you have how much charging would you have would it whatever just imagine you have all the batteries in the world you have a hand crank (laughs) generator (laughs) right you, have, you got your dad's sound system from the 70s. So it right, has a sad right. CD, you know, because he added that on when CDs came out. It's got turntables. He even got reel to reel because that's what they played at his wedding because he couldn't afford a band. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm talking about my dad personally. Maybe, just maybe. But somehow you're stranded with three Scott albums. What would you like them to be? Does anyone sort of already know their answers? I know two of mine, but not all three. Okay, let's hear your two. Uh, My first one is definitely special self-titled album, the American version that has Gangsters on it. Um, Mm. Because that album's great, but Gangsters being on it makes it even better. Uh, And for me, that's one of my classic go-to Sky albums, too. It's just that first special record. Um, The second one is uh, Bond the Music Industry, Adults, Shit Hammered and Excited by Nothing because um, that was also the first uh, bomb album that like cracked open that band because I'd been trying to get a note because people are like you got you got to check this band out I'd be like oh yeah yeah cool 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 another guy you got to check it <laughs> my cousin Joey you got to check these guys out here's something yeah that's good that's good I, I enjoyed that but just never going back and for some reason when I heard Landlord uh, which <laughs> not a ska song off that album I was like oh okay oh my gosh all right. And then I listened to the whole thing. Um, and I was lucky enough that like right when that like opened for me, they like put it out on vinyl. So like I ordered that record like in a heartbeat. And then since then I've just been a huge Jeff fan. Um, but Is that third, your favorite Jeff record? What's that? Is that your favorite Jeff record? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 
and I know it's like a mini album, but yeah, by, by far, it's it's got to be that one. Even though I do like that first Antarctica Vespucci album a whole hell of a lot too. Yeah. We're talking sky here. Then. I'm a get warmer man myself. <laughs> nah, it's it's all good, man. It's all still good. <laughs> um, but oh, geez, what would my third one be? You know, ah, it's tough. This is tough. Yeah. So I, I'll, so I think. I know for a fact I would bring uh, Five Iron Frenzies, our newest album ever. Um, I, I, as much as I love the new record and I love it like musically a whole lot, but man, there's just something comfortable about like the first album that you sort of really fell in love with the band over. So like, you know, um, yeah, I think I'd go with that. Um, I think. I go back and forth between uh, Turn the Radio Off and Why Do They Rock So Hard from Real Big Fish. I think You know how I feel. I think ultimately, I'd pro- now after like thinking about it for a bit, I think I'd end up going, Why Do They Rock So Hard? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, man, a third, a third record... <sighs> That's and, tough because now I don't. I feel like I don't want to shortchange a lot of bands. I really, really. Love, I know it's so like difficult. The first okay. two are easily easy. <laughs> yeah, Drew. Drew, what do you have, Drew? I, I have my three figured out. And okay, I get my three. You might, you might have your found your third record. Yeah, right, maybe. It's true. Right. First one is Haters Dozen by Hub City Stompers. Nice. Think, that's solid. Yeah, I think they're a great band, and I think. It's it's an awesome. It's one of, one of their best releases ever. I would I think as a full album, it's their best. I think it's also um, not only does it sound good, but it has a lot of different kinds of songs. You know, from more instrumental tracks to some that Jenny sings to uh, you know Rob sings one, and um, then of course you have Revson. And I also think that um, you know Travis Revson is one of the funniest people in Sky and Hubsy Stompers is criminally underrated not just in how good they are but how funny they are so i feel like if i'm deserted on an island i'm gonna need some of that <laughs> right yeah um yeah oh yeah second is better medicine by the best of the worst i th- i thought about replacing this one with fear everything by the tsunamis but that record is a little bit too scary Again, if I'm alone on a deserted island, I don't want to be also, you know, feel like I'm in a Hitchcock thriller. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Better Medicine, it is. Um, I think that would keep me occupied because it has so much going on. It's also one of those albums that you, every time you listen to it, you, you find something else. Right. And then my third, third record on my deserted island would be The Shape of Scott Punk to Come Volume 1. Mm. That, I thought it was... Like it's got, it's got for me. It's got Kill Lincoln, No Such Noise, Cat Fight, SMN, yeah. Free Kick, Still Alive, The Fad. I mean, that is, I think is, that's one of the best bad time releases. Period. And um, if I had to pick a third record, it would definitely be that comp. Wow. I wasn't even thinking comps, but I didn't that's come what up. I'm with saying it. you guys were no. thinking comps. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I still think I gotta stick with my third that I just, uh, I just was like, duh, come on, come on. Uh, Peculiar by the Slackers. Mm, um, okay. when that album came and I, I feel bad because all these are like older records and I listen to so much <laughs> new Scott uh, but Peculiar was one of those albums when it came out that was the album for like an entire spring and summer in my car 
Like yeah. that was the nothing. It didn't pop out of the CD player. Like I, it was not turned off. It, friends were made to listen to it as we drove around. Like yeah, that was it. That was it. So that would that would be my third one. Is peculiar by the Slaggers. I think uh, if I'm being honest, I I really um I think I would go with Half Past Two's newest record. Oh, it's uh, self-titled. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's just because like. Um, of course, I now just realized I just picked two Orange County bands and only one. You are who you are, man. <laughs> yes. Don't apologize for being the best map best you can be. Um, but yeah, that Is... that record, I think it's their best work to date, and I think it's such a joy to listen to, and and it kind of has a little bit different song styles throughout the thing, so it kind of keeps you from being Definitely. bored. Um, and so, yeah, even though there's a lot of stuff I love, I kept going back and forth mm-hmm. and, and, uh, I just, I don't know. I think those, I think those three would make sort of like, you know, a little, this is why I love ska, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's good. Uh, hopefully we never get tra- trapped on a desert island oh, yeah, and stuck. Yeah. <laughs> Before we move on from, um, your OC centric ska view, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask: Is Gary not allowed on today because you thought the New Jersey, the combined New Jersey power, would be too much? <laughs> too, too much Jersey. Uh, I wish, I wish Gary, Gary actually had a prior engagement. Yeah, so Gary, w- Gary is invited every week. It's just yeah. that's why he's sort of like a mm, semi co-host. Um, it's okay. You're afraid of New Jersey. <laughs> great guy. I, I embrace the Jersey. Like I, you know, look. I had my. I am not allowed to. I ordered back in the day. I that Jersey sky's good. I am not allowed (laughs) to have my own opinion about New Jersey. I am married to a woman from Philadelphia, so uh, Philly and New Jersey rivalry is something that is strong uh, in her family. (laughs) So I mean, it's really not that bad. But, um, but yeah, I you know, but you're right. There's a little bit. I make fun of New Jersey a lot. I once posted and. And uh, Josh and Gary from, you know, Backyard Superheroes gave me a little bit of uh, crap for it. I posted once um, about a trip that I took um, to see my wife's family. It was actually before we were married. And we went to New York. But to go to New York, you have to, you go through Jersey. And we were taking the train. And so I I pointed out that while I was in the New Jersey train station, I looked over and there was a like a big big old pitchfork holding up uh, a like the train stoplight that was on the ground and it was propping it up and i said that defines new jersey more than anything else i ever see and gary and josh did not like that cuz they wanted to say you know that it, that's not what new jersey is that's everywhere and i'm like nope <laughs> But well, I, I just hope for your sake someday nobody ever makes fun of Orange County ska. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they do all the time. <laughs> it's okay. We invented ska, so it's fine. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. We did not invent it. I didn't do anything. Avril Lavigne is from Canada. That's true. And she invented punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Punk rock did not exist before 2004. Um, all right. Actually, my wife has a story about how, like, she was so disappointed by the sound of Avril Lavigne. She's like, um, she said she was 
in the she was at a gym. She was in the gym, and she was I don't I think she was on a treadmill, and she didn't have headphones, but the video was playing, and she saw Avril Lavigne and being all punk rock, and she was super excited to go see it, and then she heard went and heard the song, and it was like it sounded nothing like she looked like because it was complicated. So it was like that yeah. guitar slowed you know thing, and it's just like this is confusing. <laughs> so. Could use more ska. Yeah, it could definitely. She what could definitely can't use more. Use more ska. I, I was on the fence because I just <laughs> found out they might be giants. Boss of me just got added to Spotify within the last week, and that the full version, if you listen to it, is a ska song. I was like, should I? Because everything's better with a dash of ska. Even they might be giants, one of my favorite all-time bands. Like that song just rips. Yeah, I agree. All right. Um, before we head out, we are gonna do ska picks of the week. Drew, why don't you tell us about your Scott pick? Um, I picked Eichler's Wow, Rude, which is not uh, one of the newest songs. It's from uh, the album I May Be Cute, But I'm Dumb. It's fuck. Yeah. And um, I, like I said, I've been listening to a lot of Eichler's these past couple of weeks, especially getting psyched up for these shows. And I think this is one that is... Uh, you know, it's cool, it's, and it's also approachable. If you're if you never heard Eichler, you never heard hyper ska, you never heard hyper pop, and you just keep, uh, you know, hearing Eichler, you know, maybe maybe this will um, be something you like. All right, I know I like it. I love it. All right, let's check it out. Wow, rude by Eichlers. <laughs> song yeah what's that going to be like live i want to know yeah <laughs> i'm interested to see it myself i can't wait to get there yeah I, dude, i'm i'm, I'm the, i'll tell you what the hardest thing about sometimes the, the high man job is that i get so excited the day of and you, you know like um like when your dog gets home and your dog is like so so excited and then like <laughs> a minute later they're just like passed out on the floor like yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I feel like sometimes, like in the days leading up to a good show, like it's like I have to you know temper my excitement so I don't show up exhausted from scout this puppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. makes sense. All right, uh, my Scott pick is uh, from the band Stepdaughters, which their new album, um, "The Right Sound," just uh, was added to Spotify. Yeah. Uh, you can also order it on vinyl from Jump Up Records. Uh, but yeah, they just, uh, put it out on, uh, streaming, uh, it's available everywhere, uh, for streaming and, uh, yeah. And my pick is their song rude. Um, so yeah, this is the stepdaughters with wow. Rude. <laughs> no, just rude. Wow. Wow. 
All right, here's Rude, the stepdaughters. stepdaughters live a while it was before lockdown i think it would have been like thanksgiving time 2019 so like just a few months before lockdown and uh they they stood out to me you know good band good live band and uh definitely liking the new the new record so hopefully everyone yeah sounds good all right rj last but certainly not least why don't you tell us your ska pick uh, my Scott pick of the week is a band from the UK called Buster Shuffle, and they have a new album coming out later this month, but they've released the title track from that album already. Uh, it's on streaming. It's called uh, Go Steady. All right, here it is. What is what is this? Is this not this your is song? Sounding uh, a little Huey Lewisy. Are you sure? I mean, it sounds like perfect ska to me. Hold on, let's listen to the lyrics. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you made a Huey Bowie. <laughs> oh, you know what? Not the news I was looking for. That's not the- <laughs> uh, so you didn't want me to play. Power of love. I mean, it's got but... horns, so you know I'm intrigued. By it. <laughs> well, it, it has horns. It therefore must be ska, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, just like <laughs> '90s famous uh, ska band Cake, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like Journey, Journey. Third. All right, so here is uh, Buster our... Shuffle. Go steady. fun song 
danceable yeah, it and is. everything. That's a, that's a great song. That's a band that, like, I just wish I should pay. I think I should pay more attention to because every time I hear them, I don't want this to be another Bond the Music Industry thing, you know. Um, but every time I hear them, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's a great song. But then I just get kind of caught up in like other stuff. So I wanted to highlight that just because I'm really digging that single. I'm really looking forward to uh, the new album. And I've been having fun ex- exploring the back catalog currently. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Andrew, I mean, not Andrew. Your name's not Andrew. Drew. Only Andrew, if you want. <laughs> Drew, we no, appreciate we only go by stage names on this show. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> uh, uh, we appreciate you coming on this week and uh, hanging out with us. You know, I really wasn't going to play, you know, a, a sort of punking RJ song. I wasn't going to do that this week. But I thought, you know what? Drew has been so supportive of this podcast. Drew, Drew is supportive of this podcast. And he's supportive of uh, 23. And I always enjoy uh, talking about so, uh, Scott on Twitter with you. Well, no, thanks thanks for doing it. I think it's a good podcast. And I, I, I'll say, I, I listened to the early episodes, you know, um, you know, it was Aaron, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. From Suburban Legends. And I, you guys were great, but I think RJ is a good balance to provide more <laughs> the, the Midwest. I like Gary coming down the East Coast. Yeah. I think the next scene needs an international correspondence. Sorry, international correspondent. Scott, correspondent. Yes, very much. About it, you know, maybe, maybe somebody. The the time zone thing is the worst part. Yeah. Um, Maybe we could get somebody from like South America and Central America or Canada. That way, they could be similar time zones. But like getting someone from like the UK. Well, they could Germany. They could just like, you know, record something and pre-record and pre-record and just send it to us. Yeah. All right, so if anyone um, wants that job, you can be our, our you can have the segment uh, the international correspondent. Yeah, you can do ska around the world. <laughs> you can have that. I, segment. Like it. I still have a whole bunch of ska around the world <laughs> if we ever have time for them again. Um, <laughs> also, hopefully, um, we'll see you guys in May because uh, the Kill Lincoln Slackers, we are the Union Tours, and then uh, with oh, and that's yeah. Utah, Colorado, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and LA is the last stop. Which I believe is um, your neck of the woods. Yeah, it's we're in LA, and I believe that there's a Slackers fan on the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Matt. The desert um. island. <laughs> Slackers fan. No, yeah, I did. I do remember now seeing that, and uh, yeah, we may have to make. RJ is coming out here to Orange County uh, for the We Are the Union half past two Eichlers show yeah. uh so maybe in may i'll have to go out out that way yeah balance out the universe yeah can't i mean orange county i think is better for ska but you know i mean just kidding they've ska bands in orange county <laughs> just a couple just a couple <laughs> less than jake <laughs> uh <laughs> yes different oh, that shows at the regions yeah that's a different totally orange county though nice. <laughs> I, I was like, so I traveled to Florida to go to Walt Disney World when I was 10. And then, you know how the, the you know, the person says like, hey, we're now landing in blah, blah, blah. And they're like, they mentioned that they're landing in Orange County. And I left from Orange County. Like, what so my, the... as, as a 10 year old child, I was like, wait, what? There's two you Orange Counties? a circle for four hours? <laughs> this is a scam. <laughs> is, am I just at Disneyland now? <laughs> 
All right, uh, Drew, we thank you for hanging out with us. And thank you. Thank you so much yeah. for supporting. And just make – here's the thing. When we say supporting, all Drew does is, like, laugh at her oh, dumb wait jokes. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Before, before it's over. Uh, <laughs> some I was talking to somebody today, and they went to the Millington show on Saturday. And they told me only two or three people danced at that Millington what? show. What? To a Millington that show? Yes. That's insane. That's that's insane. A sold out Millington show. Mill- I've been wanting to see Millington so bad for yeah. years now. Yes. That's unbelievable to me. So I want to call out every single person that was at that show and say, what is your <laughs> deal, man? Yeah. Yeah. I, I did. You know, I watched because they were streaming it and I saw some of it, but it was mostly focused on the bands. But yeah, I didn't see a whole lot of dancing. Come to I Baltimore, Millington. <laughs> even at my advanced age, I still say I dance a lot more than than you know a lot of people I see, and that's sad. That's sad. When I was younger, I used to dance a lot. You I mean, I, I won the Johnny Sacco Dance Prize, you know, five times, man. Wait, you won a Johnny Sacco Dance Prize? Why have I never heard of this? Well, I've you... I've won five of them. You and like it was, it was like a... a dance contest? Oh, they they used to have them at every show, Matt. Oh, I think you should be a hype man. For yeah. the freakiest freak on the dance floor. And in Peoria, a lot of times, it was just it was just me anyway. So uh, I kind of want to tell a lot of them by just uh, showing up. Just being the... more danceable than the other. But I'd, get, I'd invite my friends. They'd come dance, you know, you know, get yeah. girls to dance with me for like a song, you know, and then they'd be like, yeah, you're a weirdo. I'm out here. <laughs> Ska isn't cool. All right. <laughs> All right. Like me and the bartender that booked them loved them. all right thank you everyone for hanging out drew thanks for hanging out and supporting the show and being a part of this um we'll have to have you back sometime and talk more ska you know uh different time i love ska happy to talk about (laughs) any time all right uh listeners thank you once again for checking out our podcast make sure you uh subscribe so you get all the new episodes as they're made available and uh like and review the podcast wherever you can because reviewing it really helps people uh learn about it so tell a friend tell a friend retweet something i put out you know whatever and uh all right well thanks for hanging out once again and until next time keep listening to sky you've been listening to on the upbeat Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get all the new episodes as soon as they're available. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at OnTheUpbeatSka. Follow our Spotify playlist, Ska Favorites. It features all the songs heard on the show. Please consider joining our Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash OnTheUpbeatSka to sign up today. And thank you for supporting On The Upbeat.